Hey guys, Keith Semple here. Today I'm going to talk about one of the three things that I hate the most about America, and that would be guns in general. I absolutely hate them. I'm not afraid to say it. I don't think there should be a second amendment. And uh, feel free to argue with me if you like, but I came from a country that had as close to zero guns as possible, as close to zero gun deaths as possible, and uh, I had an amazing childhood because of it. So today we're going to talk about that. So I was looking up statistics, and um, I always want to make sure that what's in my head is an accurate representation of the truth. Like I've said before, this is called the Simple Truth Podcast, and that's what this is all about. It's about providing truth to people. They can choose whether they want to believe it or not, or maybe it sparks enough you know, um, curiosity in themselves to go and check it out for themselves and find out what's really going on in this country right here. So in a global sense, we'll talk first as in... Uh, the big scale of America, and then we'll delve into sort of more more smaller and finer points. But I think that when you look at the statistics in America compared to other countries, it's so shocking that it's it's almost it's almost comical if it wasn't an extremely serious thing. If you take something like the amount of people killed per capita in America, it's about twelve for every hundred thousand people. Compare that with the next closest country. So that's the next closest country in line in the list. And it's Switzerland with only about two and a half people per hundred thousand. So, you know, it's four times as less. That's probably not the right way to say it, but four times less. And that's the nearest country to it. And even then, it's dramatically above the next country down as well. And it goes down to as close to zero as you can get in places like Japan and the UK where I grew up. If you look at America, it's over 40,000 gun-related deaths a year now. And it's on the rise too. Um, I think there was about 43,000 in 2023. That's 116 people a day. A day. And just to give you a perspective, it's about, I know, about about 20% more than the amount of car deaths and uh, road-related deaths in a year. That's incredible to me. Uh, shocking and scary in any other word you'd like to use. A couple more big stats here, uh, which are, are, is also shocking, but 40% of that, those numbers are normally homicides. So somebody actually willingly trying to kill another person. And 60% is um, suicides, people trying to take their own life. Now, I can't remember the statistics here, but the likelihood of, of someone committing suicide if they have a gun increases exponentially. And I can't remember what that is, so I won't make up a number because that's not what I do here. Um, but it is shocking. America has the weakest laws of any nation and also the most guns of any nation. So America makes up 4% of the population of the world and has 35% of the guns. And that's firearms in general. And that just blows my mind. 
looking at what matters to me as a as a parent here that kids it's more likely that you die from guns than any other cause of death in the United States at this moment. Now, that does get broken down into some categories of age and stuff. So I know that you'll hear some people say that's not true, but it is true in certain um, age ranges and certain demographics. So it's not globally true that every single, you know, zero to 18, but in general, kids are killed more by guns than anything else. Then cars is next, so in any kind of traffic accident, and then cancer after that. Um, and obviously, we're fighting we're fighting cancer every day uh, with research, trying to figure out ways to minimize any death by cancer, and we come up with better and better treatments every day. So that number um, is going to continue to drop unless we do something about guns. That number will continue to rise. One more global fact, which just is almost shocking to believe, but I mean, not really when you watch the news every fucking day and you see this shit. It, you're 25 times more likely to be killed by a gun if you live in the United States than if you don't. 25 times more likely. That scares the living shit out of me, having my kids here, knowing that I could get a call any day from their school and it could be their turn. And the fact that anybody thinks that their right to own a gun is worth that many people dying a year just blows my mind. I don't think people think it through. I, I mean, honestly, I don't think anybody would want to be a gun owner if they thought it through. I think people just believe the the right-wing media and believe people are coming to take their guns and it's this big conspiracy and the government will come and get you. And it's like, it's just this weird tinfoil hat type thinking and... The irony is, and this will bring me on to my next part here, that they think that they are safer by owning a gun and it's for safety. And if you ask a law, a high percentage of people will answer why they have a gun. It's for personal safety. But here's the crazy thing is that the, these statistics don't lie. These are facts. So if you look at gun-related incidents, you are twice as likely to be injured with a gun if you respond with a gun, whether the person has a gun or not, if you have a gun, you are more likely to be injured. 4% of events that happen that involve a gun, victim having a gun, well, 4% ends up in the gun owner being harmed. If you don't have a gun and you're in the same situation, only 2% are harmed. That's twice as many people. And then... This is what I think is the most important one is that people living with a gun owner die at twice the rate at those who do, of those who don't. Just think about that. If one of the people in your household own a gun, you are twice as likely to die from a gun, period, because people think they're responsible gun owners, but there's no real such thing as a responsible gun owner to a certain degree. It's still a lethal weapon. You still make mistakes. It can be a simple thing. I've seen it happen on enough videos and heard about it happened and seen the statistics of little kids dying from it in their own house to know that the risk is not worth the reward. Honestly, this whole good guy with a gun thing is a complete myth because generally, like the stats don't lie, when you add a gun into a situation, it becomes more dangerous for everyone involved, including the person handling the gun. It's better to always 
um, do whatever the attacker says or do whatever the assailant says. Raise your hands, sit in the corner, be zero threat and let them take what they want. Worry about it later. Your belongings are not worth your life. Your belongings are not worth your kids' lives. So black men make up 52% of the, of the gun homicides in the nation, but they only make up 6% of the population. Just a staggering number. And it shows just how much guns are related to uh, social inequality too. You know, if you're growing up in a low income household and a, and a, uh, you're getting a bad, basically a bad education, um, and you have no prospects and you're, you don't have a great start in life, which is not your fault, by the way, you are, you are likely to end up, whether it be in a gang or you get shot by collateral damage because of other people being bad. It's, 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 sickening to think that black men are dying at that rate so i think this would be it for a different podcast but unarmed black men are five times more likely to be killed by the police than unarmed white men i think that's a whole other podcast in itself i don't want to get into that now and i also don't want to get into on this one about uh the second amendment itself because that's a whole other podcast too talking about the details of what's actually in the second amendment second amendment and what it actually says and how it's so badly skewed and and misunderstood by the right so i think the arguments that i hear about you know stricter gun laws leading to you know more gun deaths or whatever is just absolute lies and i hear this thing about how chicago's the most dangerous city in the world and yet all the statistics prove that not to be the case i don't have the statistics right now in front of me that are the most deadly cities, but I do have the, um, I'm, by the way, Chicago's not even in the top 10, just so you know, and all of the uh, top 10 are in right and red states. But I'll give you an example. The most dangerous uh, state to live in for gun uh, violence is Alaska, 23.4 per 100,000. Then it's uh, in just in the top 10, a few are Louisiana, Alabama, Arkansas. Any of those have a common thread? And then you look at Illinois, where I am right now. It's 34th on the list. 34th. That's, you know, 75% down the line of the 50 states, give or take. That was quick math, by the way. And then you look at some of the states that are the safest per 100,000. Connecticut is 45th. Hawaii is 49th. New York, everybody thinks, oh, New York's a dangerous city. Oh, there's all these people killing each other. It's 47th. 47th least likely, a least amount, if you want to look at it, that of gun deaths per 100,000. Massachusetts, Massachusetts, can barely even say that. Uh, is the safest at 3.5 per 100,000. That's 255 deaths per year. I mean, I can understand with right-wing media why people don't hear these statistics, that it's a simple case of more guns, more gun deaths. Uh, is it just a simple case that people just really like guns and they're just willing to say, fuck it, I want my guns and I don't care if kids die or people die or or women are abused and killed in domestic altercations because of guns and 
kids are dying every day because they either get shot or they shoot their friend by accident or they find their dad's gun by accident and shoot themselves or or some crazy religious woman shoots all of her family because she thinks they'll go to he- go to heaven before the age of sin or whatever nonsense it may be. How, how can any of this be worth it? It just can't be worth it. I don't understand. Like if I could save one child's life, I would. And I, I yeah, I just I, I just don't get it. Again, this might be for another podcast, but I was looking at numbers and, you know, uh, white nationalism is obviously tied to right-wing agendas, which are extremely pro-gun. Since 1982-ish, which is roughly when I was born, most of the mass shootings have been carried out by white men. Most of them, period, have been committed by men. Not all, but a you know a large, large percentage. But most of them is, have been um, done by white men. Um, about seventy-five versus about twenty-five for black men, and then the number drops off dramatically for other races. So, if you wanted to argue, you could say white men between the age of sixteen and seventy are the most dangerous people in the country. Women seem to be you know not big gun users or not. Certainly, it looks like not as prone to bring a gun to a situation that might cause a death. Because I know a lot of people that are pro-gun that are women. But I but this, clearly, there's a big difference between being pro-gun and pro-when are you going to use that gun? When in your head do you think it's okay, you know? And you can tell me all this bullshit about responsible gun owners all day long, but I've seen it. I've seen the videos. I know it happens that all it takes is a bad day or all it takes is somebody to really piss you off, some road rage or something, or to feel threatened. If, you're felt, if, you've, or if you are made to feel threatened in this country and you have a gun, if somebody pushes you over or starts a fight with you, you are probably going to pull that gun if you have it and tell them to back off. If you didn't have that, it would end at the most in uh, you know, punch in the face, somebody breaks it up. Problem solved. Everybody goes about their day. Maybe, maybe like old times, or certainly in my country, it would have been a broken up, and then they all have shook hands and even potentially have come become friends afterwards because they've realized the futility of it all. That's literally how it happened to me a few times. I I, I became best friends with a with a guy after having a, a stupid, pointless fight with him, and was friends with him for twenty years, twenty five years. I think that's what scares me the most is that you don't know who's carrying one. And people use that as an argument for having guns. I don't think that's an argument for having guns. When I'm sitting out in a dinner in a restaurant, I don't know who could have a gun under their clothes and what kind of day they're having. Maybe they get into an argument with their wife and they pull the gun and they only mean to shoot their wife and they end up shooting six people around them. I can think of a million scenarios like that that happen every day. And then I think finally the thing I'd like to talk about is just the absolute lacks of gun laws or lack of regulation and and insurance and registering and just the lack of 
of uh, policing, if you want to call it that, that goes around guns. The fact that, you know, to own a car, you have to have a license, you have to have insurance, you have to be of a certain age, you have to have passed a test. And yet in some states, you can have a open carry gun on your hip and don't have to have any papers for it, don't have to have done a test to make sure you know how to even use it. It's sickening, actually, because I have shot a gun a couple of times in my life at a gun range in a protected environment, and I was shaking with the fear of not making a mistake, making sure I had the thing pointed away from me and making sure that I was you know, being very careful. And once it was loaded, I was making sure there was nobody around me and that my arms were always like this. And if I was if it was still loaded, I was always pointing it away. And it was just it was just not worth the the um, knowledge to go through how to use one when I never plan on ever owning one anyway. But I, I did want to at least researched enough to, in my head, have said I've done it at a gun range. And then that's the one part I would actually say is I don't have a problem with guns for sport. I don't have a problem with you going out and being handed a rifle that you've signed off for in a controlled environment where you're shooting clay pigeons or you're shooting live pigeons or whatever it is that you're out hunting. But I don't think you should be able to take that rifle home with you. I don't think that you should be able to have a gun outside of a gun range. I think you should go in. You should have to sign a waiver like you have to do when you go to a fucking trampoline park to say that we're not liable if we kill anyone or ourselves. And then you go in, you sign it, you get your bullets, you go in, you're in a controlled environment. The door locks and there's some kind of safety lock to to prevent you from leaving that room with the gun, metal detectors, whatever. And then you leave it and you go out and you can become a great shooter, whatever. And the only people who need to do the training um, and actually ever actually have a gun on the street should be the police. And that's what it was like in my country. And it was the safest place anybody could hope to grow up. And I'm on the fence. I mean, in a perfect world, nobody would have guns, right? I'll finish with this. In a perfect world, nobody would have guns. I don't believe for a second we need to worry about the government coming and taking our guns because there's absolutely nothing we could do if the government decided to become a police state and and it would it could march in with its drones and tanks and ballistic missiles and we'd have no chance whether regardless of what firearms we have maybe back in 1865 when we all had you know single load muskets that took a minute to load one bullet of course it was an even playing play field now it's almost embarrassing to suggest that any militia could have any hope against a controlled military with the kind of might that the United States military has. I'm not 100% opposed to people owning a gun in their own property. So I don't actually mind too much if you own a gun in your own property, as long as you're not allowed to walk outside of your door or your property line with it. Just like I don't believe you should be allowed to go to, like, just like kids can't go to a public school without taking the correct vaccines. It's a social pact that we make. You should not be allowed to walk out in a social setting with a weapon of mass destruction or even a weapon that's not mass destruction, a weapon that can kill one person with one push of a trigger. That should not be allowed. Fight me on it. Give me some reason why you think it should. I disagree with you. (laughs) I've lived a life where more than half my life, I lived in a place that didn't have that. I lived a very safe childhood because of it. I'm not, like I said, I'm not fully opposed 
to anybody having a gun in their own house, but it should end there and it should be for protection of your own house and property and family. And even then, like I said, the statistics show that doesn't really help. But if you feel safer with it, I'm okay with it. But don't bloody bring it out of your house. There's no need for you to be going to McDonald's with an AR-15 on your back. It's just laughable. In fact, I think that people are that do that are just either incredibly weak-minded or incredibly um, scared or incredibly, I don't know, maybe scared of other people or I don't know what it is that would make you think you would need a gun on you, like an AR-15 as you go walk about in your daily life. I've never felt like I needed a gun when I walked into a Starbucks. Um, and as we hear, it's absolutely statistically no help to have one in a situation anyway. Once in a while, the good guy with a gun scenario actually works. And when it does, you hear about it on conservative media for months. But you don't hear about the hundred to one of the guy who was there and ended up killing his own family and the assailant and a bunch of people. Or what about the um, black guy who ran in and saved everybody with a gun in a uh, 7-Eleven or whatever it was a couple of years ago and then came out and was shot dead by the police because they just assumed he was the assailant because he was black. Like That kind of thing is it only happens here and it's disgusting and it needs to change and I'm going to fight to make it Whatever little changes we can make, if we can get an assault weapons ban, we know the assault weapons ban worked. It worked back in the 90s, worked in Australia, has worked anywhere it's ever been done. They should have gun buybacks, no questions asked. Even if it's an illegal gun, you should be able to give it back and be paid some money for it. Boom, there's an incentive right there. 500 bucks, doesn't matter how much the gun's worth. So as you probably guessed, I fucking hate guns and I'm never going to say anything else about it. Um... The only thing I might dislike more than guns, possibly, is religion. And then maybe anti-intellectualism, anti-science, willful ignorance of facts. But then that might stem largely from a religious upbringing too, because they don't know any better, because they've been taught this stuff. But we'll get into that another time. I think that's it, guys. If you've enjoyed this podcast... Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel here. Uh, it's youtube.com slash at the simple truth official, I believe. I'm getting better at this. Um, uh, you can go to the main place that has all the links and you can subscribe if you want to help the channel. You can do like a Patreon style thing, but it's uh, through Buzzsprout. So it's the simple truth.buzzsprout.com. Uh, thanks to all my amazing um, subscribers so far that are. Um, helping me with uh, monthly donations. It really helps. Um, so anybody that would like to do that, that's where you go. There'll be exclusive content, little snippets and stuff that don't make it into the podcast and other things that'll just be for you guys as time goes on. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed listening to the new microphone as well. This is my first podcast that I'm doing with the new mic. Because I'm recording these before I actually launch, you might hear this one and then wonder why the other one had the other mic and it's coming later that's just because i'm putting them in whatever order i decide so uh it's very cool though to have the right equipment and um the right camera and the right lighting and stuff in it and it's going really well so i hope you enjoy it so far many more things to come i hope i see you out soon at a show and uh i'll talk to you guys soon <laughs>